Hey friends, welcome to our digital space. On This Girl Life, we're trying to figure life out. And there's no better way to do that than with your best friend by your side. So join us each week as we bring on experts to help us navigate This Girl Life. All right, here are your hosts, Whitney and Kristen. Right, when it comes to podcast numbers. I'm never right. So what number are we on, Kristen? Because obviously I'm not right ever. We are on episode 43. Right? 43. Yeah, 43. (laughs) Okay. We just talked about that. Well, I know, but in my brain. So I numbered everything with Jessica Leahy. Hey, guys. Welcome back to TGL, by the way. Happy TGL Tuesday. I numbered things wrong with Jessica Leahy. She was episode 42. We're on episode 43. Oh, my God. You know, you're not a mathematician. No, I suck at math. Okay. I was never. I was just like awful. So that's why I said I always went to lawyer school and not mathematician school. <laughs> lawyer school. <laughs> the way that sounds. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. There's well, a lot going on this week. There's a lot. I, yeah. Let's, I, we're just going to, we're going to do pop culture because it's just so intense. We have, I feel like we have to. Okay, I don't want to start the episode with a Debbie Downer, but I also just want to say that we love you, Kobe. We love all the people that died and we're thinking about you. Mm-hmm. I can't really say any more than that because I'll start crying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have just this last week has felt really heavy and yeah. sad. And I know our hearts go out to everyone that was involved in that crash because it's just it feels really heavy. Yeah. And really sad. Really, really relevant. Um, yeah. I know. I we can't talk about it much either. I was telling you earlier. I'm like such an empathetic person, and then this has just been really, yeah, like, heavy, really bad for my soul. Um, and then Vanessa just made her Instagram public. I know. It just like keeps. And the cool down. thing to think about that about Vanessa making it public is she's really opened herself up to a lot of love, which mm-hmm. you always see that in the face of immense tragedy. Yeah. And she's doing a lot for the victims, which I just think she's such a bright light. And I think that's so cool yeah, of her in her moment of immense tragedy to be helping others. So Agreed. shout out to the Bryants. Freaking love you. Yes. We will be missed forever. Forever. Um, okay. Let's just jump into it. Let's talk about. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm taking the coat off. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's just first off. The Bella twins are pregnant. Let's just go back to our hometown of Scottsdale. The Bella twins are pregnant. That's amazing. Twins are pregnant at the same time. I think, And they're like a week and a half apart. Crazy. I know. I mean, if I had a twin sister, I'd want to do that too. <laughs> but you have to question because one of them has a kid and this is the other one's first. Was there that conversation of like, girl, I kind of like wanted this for me, you know? But I wonder, I thought what I read is that they weren't trying because she just got engaged. I know. Whoopsies. What? It's still exciting. So congrats to the Bella Twins because that's awesome. Uh, Sierra's pregnant with her third. There's a lot of pregnancy going on. I I can't wait to tell you all of the pregnancy news. Babies, 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 babies. It's just like everywhere. Yeah. Make that a gift. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I should. Yeah, she is. She's pregnant with number three. Did it say it was a girl? Is that what I read? I I didn't. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. That's exciting, though. They seem to kind of be uh, baby-making machines. Yeah. But she... She just, like, makes his mind and gets her pregnant. Yeah. I know she loves being a mom. Like, the last interview I read, she's just like, I love being a mom. And it comes first now before everything, which is like, yeah, of course, girl. So that's exciting. Congrats. Yeah, I agree. Congrats to them. Um, um, this is one of my favorite news stories of this week. Okay. So in light of the Kobe tragedy, everyone know TMZ broke the news first that Kobe had passed in the helicopter. Um, There was some going back and forth on misinformation. So were all his daughters in it? Just one daughter was his whole like and TMZ just kind of like blurted it all out. All of this was done before Vanessa was alerted that he had passed. And so it's assuming that she found out online, Mm -hmm. which can you imagine? So. Ellen Pompeo, a.k.a. Meredith Gray of Gray's Anatomy, is putting him on blast, basically saying this is like he's like mansplaining. Like she is just putting him on blast, putting him out there like you cannot do this to people. These are real people, real lives. And she's freaking amazing and like kind of championing this campaign of like ultimately trying to shut TMZ down. And TMZ is like, it's our job. That's what we do. And she's like, yeah, but you're messing with real people's lives. Mm hmm. 
and doing it in such a disrespectful way. And I think she's just being a badass about it. I freaking love it. I do too. You know, being a military spouse, I'm pretty sure they're major world. I don't know if it's like illegal, but like next of kin has to be notified first. And that's just, I just feel like where, when did we as a society lose that piece, that little dignity, that little right. sense of like common decency. Yeah. For people. I mean, totally. I don't, I'm over it. I think a lot of Americans are over it. And I guarantee right. if we took a poll, people would be like, yeah, things like that need to go. Yeah, totally. No. Like, I just can't imagine Vanessa being on her phone Sunday afternoon and a news alert reporting yeah. her to this tragedy instead of yeah. people that respect her. You know, I don't know. I just I yeah. love Pompeo for that. Yeah, I know. So she's always, you know what? I like her because she's just like, she's vocal. She like always oh. is out there in the, in the news. And or sometimes whatever. I don't agree with her, but I kind of appreciate <laughs> the fact that she's like pushing the boundaries a little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing I, I heard and I just was reading about it. So like I have it pulled up here because I'm not, I'm not sure exactly, but supposedly uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend have a Super Bowl ad and because of Kobe Bryant's situation, they actually are re-editing it and like cutting it out because they recut it to uh, uh, remove a stationary helicopter that was oh. opening up that commercial. So wow. yeah, they literally, I mean, they're like, sorry, nope, we're just removing that entire thing. Wow. Which is huge. I love Chrissy. I know. I think that's she, respect. That is respect. So um, can we talk about a family that I would desperately love to be a member of? <laughs> yes. Let's talk. The Jonas. The Jonas family. Crew. So how are you going to make that happen, Kristen? Because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> One, two, three. So like if I wasn't married, I'd slide into that younger brother's DMs and be like, <laughs> hey, I don't even know your first name. But like, can you get me in? Can you just get me in? Are you over 18? I what? think he is. <laughs> That's the first question to ask, Preston. Um, what do you do What's for a living? <laughs> what is your name? Um, yeah. But did you see the Jonas family at the Grammys? Yeah. Like the leg, the deep V, the metallic. I was like, damn. Yeah. Start making babies because, whole, well, I guess one already has, but. Yeah. I honestly wouldn't fit in that family. I'd just be too tall. It would be so awkward. The photos would not work. It was just, could you imagine? Like, it just wouldn't work. So I'll let you. And then I could be best friends with Priyanka Chopra and Sophie Turner. I don't even know how you say her name because I can't say anyone's name. So I love Priyanka. She's the best. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let's also talk about one other thing because we love The Bachelor and uh, we hope you guys are in our Bachelor League, um, which, by the way, I was not even going to watch this season, like, because you know why. Reminds me of an ex-boyfriend. And <laughs> on my ball, I can't even. But I'm the second place. What? I, my sister just showed me the other day. She's like, you're in second place. Did you like, cheat? No, I did not cheat. No, because I didn't even want to do this. I literally had like three hours to go and my sister was going to close it. And I went in and just started picking people. Get it, girl. I know. I will this say. This season has been yeah. freaking awesome. It's like. So yeah. dramatic. It is the most dramatic. If you guys Adam, aren't watching. Adam doesn't watch on Monday night. You all know that story, but he does. He on Monday was like, Peter, pull your head out of your ass. And yeah. dump these two girls who are very obviously lying to you. And I won't spoiler alert you guys for who hasn't watched yet. Well, if you haven't watched, then like mute this, skip forward, whatever. Right. Let's not do but that. Like, the Victoria, the blonde Victoria is obviously lying because she went on a freaking trip with Aliyah or Alea. But yeah. then Aliyah is lying too. I'm like, just get rid of them both. You have 15 other girls. No, let's talk about this though. Let's talk about this. Just because, I will say this, just because you are, like, kind of running in the same group as a girl doesn't mean that but you're necessarily I, I good friends with her. those two. No, I think, I think at some point they said it was, like, a group of girls. Like, they planned a group. Like, but I still think you can't say that you don't know her. No, and that's true. And maybe like, she just meant, weird. like, yeah. Yeah. But, like, we have group, we have friends that, um... No. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, it could have been so easily explained. 
I don't really know her, but we went on a group girls trip to Vegas, but like, I don't really know her, but yeah. Yeah. I just don't get a good vibe from her. Like, I don't right. know if she's here for the right reasons. Like she is acting like right. kind of crazy when the can't or not crazy. And then when the cameras come on, she's crazy. Right. But then instead of being like, no, I have no idea who she is. And then Aliyah being like, uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. it just made the Victoria girl. I think that's her name, right? The blonde. Yeah. Look yeah. freaking dumb. I know. I know. And then it's... she was like, I can't sit, Peter. I can't sit. And then she sits. I'm I know. like, <sighs> I, I got to move on Vomit. from you, girl. I know. All right. Well, speaking of Bachelor. Okay. Let's let's move on. Um, Kendall. Kendall and Joe. Right? Joe mm-hmm. the grocer. Grocer guy. Mm-hmm. They broke up. I thought they were in it for the long haul. So I was doing a little research on this yesterday because I couldn't mm-hmm. remember the exact deadline. They've been together since August of 2018. Like, that's pretty significant for a bachelor relationship. Yeah. I wonder what went wrong. (laughs) I heard that they had started talking about family. He's from Chicago. She's from L.A. And they couldn't really agree on they both wanted to be by family. They weren't willing to have kids and not be by family. And neither was willing to give up their locale. See, and that's it. Okay. Can we talk about this for a minute? And this may get me some hate. (laughs) This may get me hate. If my husband now, obviously, Kale, if he would have said that to me, I love him so much, like I would give in. Right. I just would. Like I know. I mean, to me, there has to be something else kind of missing. Like if you're really willing to not be like, okay, fine. If we're going to live there, then you better bet like every month, like we're going to be paying for us to go out to like California or wherever you're from. Um, but yeah, I actually, I will say, I personally think there's something else missing. I don't know. That's just me, whatever show, you know, throw shade at me. Hey, so we kind of did that. Mm -hmm. Like when Adam and I were debating between Arizona and Omaha, like Adam was like, I have a job here and my whole family's here. Like, I don't want to uproot our lives and move to Phoenix right now. And I very easily could have been like, sorry, my family's more important than you. Like, bye. I'm leaving after graduation, but I didn't. Yeah. And now look where we are. Like, yeah. you know, now I don't know. Like, I, I I agree with you that I think there had to be something more. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, who E! News is reporting whatever. Like, they don't report everything. They don't know. I know. They don't know everything. I know. So, um, yeah, one other little tidbit with Kobe. Okay. You said, remember how TMZ reported? I just remember this. That ABC anchor, like Matt ah, Gutman. Gutman. He is suspended now because he reported wrong. So we were watching that live report and I made Adam rewind it. And he literally said, and all four girls were on the plane. And I'm like, dude, you can't freaking do that. I just almost swore. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, that's the other thing. That baby's like seven months. Like, why would that, like, why would, why? Anyways. Yeah. You got to be better than that, man. Got to be better than that. You got to be better than that. People. So I was, I, cause then I'm like trying to like find it anywhere online. Mm-hmm. Like, is this actually happening? And I went to his Instagram and everyone was like, you need to say what really happened. Like, did this happen? You haven't clarified. No one's clarified. Are they on the plane? And it was before we found out that Gigi was on the plane with him. Helicopter. But I'm like, or helicopter. But I'm like, that is information that you just, you yeah. shouldn't talk about until you know. Yeah. And that's again, I mean, don't go disrespect. Let's not even get started on the media. How we, how we feel about the media. What? <laughs> <laughs> gets me heated i'm like sweating i know i know i just the media can kiss my ass um (laughs) tell us how it really is yeah that's how i feel man okay we have are we oh we didn't even do yay and nay because we're just like so in it i don't know i'm sweating a quick yay and nay let's do it it's yay and nay with wit and k sure oh shit Okay, my yay is a killer find I found at Target. So I love Birkenstocks in the summer, which makes me like hipster. They have this. So the silicone Birkenstocks are my favorite for the yeah. summer. And I have black ones. Target has white knockoffs for $10. Nice. Yep. I bought them. Yep. Yeah, sure. It snowed today, but I bought Birkenstocks. No big oh, deal. I have the good. white actual Birkenstocks. They're my favorite. The Arizona yeah, I ones. have the black the Arizona ones. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I love them too. I know. Arizona girls. They're the best. So if you want Arizona Birkenstocks, we'll link those and the knockoffs on Amazon on our affiliate page. Yeah. Okay. Mine is I'm going skincare this week because, 
Yeah. And usually we talk about very clean, clean products on here. Like I've seen the majority of the stuff we talk about is pretty clean, but today I'm going different. I love the ordinary and you can find them now like anywhere, but I'm obsessed with a couple of their products. I just shared it on my Instagram today, but they're squalene oil, their hyaluronic acid with bees. And then there's like a squalene wash. And literally I, cause I'm so dry. I have a thyroid problem. My skin is constantly dry. So guys, yeah. I just like slather this stuff on. I'm not kidding you. The hyaluronic acid, I'm like <laughs> dripping all over so me. So good. Oh, so it's good. the best. It is like so the best. Good. If you're looking for something and it sounds scary. I just bought it for my sister on Amazon to her, the hyaluronic acid. And she's like, yeah. how, how often am I putting this on? Like, no, don't let hyaluronic acid, quote unquote, scare right. you. It's literally just like water for your skin. You're going to sop it up. Your skin yes. just sucks it in. So, so we'll link it on our Amazon page because, guys, these products are just delicious. Especially for the winter. Everyone needs a little bit more moisture in their face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Negative Nancy, is that you? <laughs> Negative Nancy. I don't know. I'm feeling – I'm feeling – we got some really good news, you and I did, this week. And yeah. so I'm just like – I'm not feeling super negative. We can't tell you what the good news is no. yet, but we're going to tell you all soon. Yeah. Um, Negative. I know. Last you go. Week, Do you have a negative? You had a hard time last week sharing no. about negative. Um, I've been trying really hard to focus on the positive. No, I think that's amazing. That's what we need to be doing more. I mean, literally, I'm talking about adrenal fatigue on my Instagram. <laughs> and <laughs> – <laughs> and one of the one of the things is like eliminating things that drain your energy, eliminating the negative because yeah. it it has such a toll on our bodies and on our adrenals. So I'm with you. I'll tell you my name. Oh, <laughs> so Monday night I got a really bad backache to the point yeah. where I was dry heating and so in so much pain. Like right now, wit, you can see I'm wearing this like heating pad that's oh, wrapped around yeah. my body because I don't know what it's a mix of of like bad sleep, picking up a 16 year old, like a bunch of other stuff. Old? 16 month old. Sorry. Yeah, Quinn is 16 now and I pick her up and carry her. I um, went by so fast, you guys. In the blink of a week. But the perk, the yay, is it's going away. So, you know. Good. So, if you guys have any back tips, send them my way because shoot. Yeah. I know. I had it for that a long time. Good. Yeah. That's my name. Yeah. That does. That does stink. Um, okay. Here's my name. All right. My nay is this, and we're going to get real specific. So obviously I'm infertile and <laughs> and we maybe contribute that to my thyroid, right? So I went to this endocrinologist and you know my drama with like endocrinologists. They're never working. Okay. That's what I need to go into because they never work. But anyways, I'm frustrated. I was so frustrated because I'm not like a dummy, obviously, going into appointments. I think a lot of people go into appointments and they're just like, cool, the doctor just changed my prescription. No, I went home and I looked at this equivalent. So he switched me from something called Nature Throid to Synthroid. I wanted to look at that conversion rate. So I looked and it was like, technically, he put me on a lower dose. Now, there's a lot that goes into the differences between them. But literally, I was like, I'm not going to take this until my doctor explains. Like, give me your rationale. I even wrote my right. girlfriend who's an in, a nurse practitioner in endocrinology. She talked to her head doc. Both of them were like, mm, we don't know why he necessarily would have done this. Like, he could be being very conservative. So anyways, again, he did not work. I could not get a hold of him. <laughs> Guys. I was like, okay, Thursday, Friday, Monday. No one works. So anyways, <laughs> so frustrated. My nay is that endocrinologists never work. I'm like, what the <laughs> F are you doing? I got it handled. So we'll see if that can get, you know, mama knocked up. The best is they're like, hi, we work Mondays from 8 to 8.30, Tuesdays from 4 to 3. And you're like, what? 11.30 <laughs> to 12 p.m., 30 minutes. And then Good we luck. take a six-hour lunch break. And you're like, oh, great. That's my life oh. right now. So that's my name. Okay, that's a good name. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, guys. We're gonna today, We have on one of my girl crushes, and you'll hear this today. Yeah. She was my girl crush from when I was in like college high school because I love the show. Her name is Cassie Skirbo. She is an actress, a singer, a dancer, a philanthropist. Um, guys, she's awesome. You will know her from Make It or Break It. 
the gymnast show on it used to be what ABC family now it's reform she's been in Sharknado she's currently making a documentary on the Parkland shooting because she is actually from Parkland Florida so she has a lot of ties to Parkland and she's just cool she also works for um a charity called Boot to Bullying. Yes. So we just chat kind of about the whole gamut from favorite movies to her charity. She's just awesome and she's so sweet and so kind. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoy. This is such just like girl supporting girls, just such good girl conversation today. So enjoy our conversation with Cassie. Cassie, we are so excited to have you here today. It has been a long time coming. I feel like we've been trying to get you on the podcast for months. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's so funny when when you do this kind of interview or podcast, I'm like, who do I look at? And (laughs) do I look crazy on the screen? But um, I'm so happy we finally got to do this. You guys are awesome. I love everything you guys do and stand for and what you guys talk about. And I'm excited to get going. (laughs) <laughs> so I have to tell you before we dive in, I was a huge Make It or Break It fan. Yay! Were huge. you a Lauren Tanner fan though? Probably not. Well, okay. So you were like a little bitchy, but I love it. <laughs> like, Thank every, you. You were so good. That show was so freaking good. ABC Family, now for Reform, didn't know what they were doing when they cut that show because it was so good. Thank you. I, I agree. I was like, you have to at least take them to the Olympics. You know what I mean? So... We've only been waiting for this for 10 years. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like Lauren was that character that everyone loved to hate. And at least in like the last half season, that's how ABC family did it back then. It was like our fifth half season. At least like she, she had some redemption and I, even though it was sad, she had that whole heart condition, which like made people feel for her a little more. And I feel like like, everyone knows someone that is like Lauren, like, you know, and you had soft moments, but like, not a lot. So it made him even, it was, you were just so good. I love it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That show um, oh, was such a, such an important part of my life. So I get really excited when people still talk about it. And uh, <laughs> she I was her. so bummed. I remember when she told me, like <laughs> it was one of her shows. So yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I think it's still like on Hulu or something. If you want to, you know, re-binge it. <laughs> I could totally binge that. I would binge it so fast. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so you have so much cool stuff going on. You are a very busy woman. So we're excited to have you. So introduce us to your, introduce you to our listeners. Tell them about all the cool stuff you have going on. And yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Well, um, I guess first and foremost, I, well, I was originally more known as an actress. I've also dabbled in music and obviously just the entertainment industry as a whole has been a huge part of my life, but, um, I'd say heavily the past five years, but truly for quite a while now, I have been working a lot in the whole charity and philanthropy world, nonprofit world. I um, worked my way up to vice president for Buddha bullying, which is an anti-bullying organization. Um, and I also am currently doing some producing stuff. Um, I have a podcast as well that we just started called two and a half girls with two of my best friends. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm finding that I'm just one of those people that has to always have a full plate, no matter how much anxiety it gives me. (laughs) Um, I don't know how to, to cut things out. I try and I try, but I just, I love it all so much. I obviously love acting and I love singing and I love philanthropy and um I love my work with Buddha bullying and our school programming and just I can't I, I love it all so I guess that's me in a very big nutshell <laughs> yeah it's I mean you definitely have a lot going on and I will get we're going to touch on like every every point in there because th- there's so much good stuff so right now because you have so much going on like what is a day in the life of Cassie like um you know I recently, one of my best friends was helping assist me for a minute and I am technologically challenged. Like I, even when we were setting up, I'm like, oh, I don't have the clip for the headphones. (laughs) And I like, it took me an hour. I had to wake up an hour early just to make sure I like knew how to work Skype today. I was like, make sure this is all set up correctly. So, um, one of my best friends was helping assist me for a bit and she made me, she taught me sheets. And organization in general. So the first thing I do is I wake up and I scroll through um, 
basically all the different categories. We have like <laughs> voiceover work. I just signed on with a modeling agency. And I just kind of check what I have audition wise. Um, you know, Buddha bullying. I actually, one of the first things I probably do is speak to uh, my president and founder, Dimitri, because that's something where, um, things change by the minute, you know, there's different, there's always something going on or maybe somebody that's in need of help or somebody that we need to direct, um, towards help. So that's the, probably the first thing I do is I'm on text with Dimitri and then I go into my computer and I check, you know, auditions and press and whatever else may be going on. But, um, yeah, I try to, I really do try to have a balance. I like to like, and try to end my day around six or seven o'clock. And, um, if I don't have an event that night or if I'm not on set and, um, you know, relax. I like to honestly cook. I'm an Italian girl. So I love cooking. That's like a weird form of therapy for me (laughs) Um, or a normal form of therapy, I guess. I love it. Um, And I kind of just like to chill out, but definitely find myself packing my days with a lot of work. And I just feel like if I don't, I don't know, if I even sleep in too late, I'm one of those people that like gets on myself for it. I'm like, no, 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 get up now. No, no, no. Like, I totally relate to that. Yes. I was just telling Kristen, I was like, your voice is so distinct. You have to be in a princess movie. Like your voice, I would know it's you. Like that's so funny. You were literally just saying you have to be in voiceovers. You have to start doing like all the Disney movies. I actually have been doing voiceover for a while. That's so funny you said that. And um, I was for a second doing, um, I can't remember the exact toy line. It was one of the big ones. obviously don't quote me on this, but it was like a Fisher price type of toy line. Um, it might've even been a Fisher price, but it was the princess series. So I was the voiceover of all the princesses and the toys, which was kind of neat, but, um, but thank you. <laughs> so you just touched on so the princess. <laughs> I'm going to buy some of those for my daughter. So I'd be like, you know, this girl is Cassie. <laughs> so you just touched on so much stuff that you do in a day and from make it or break it, guys, she was in Sharknado. I feel like she has been in some of the biggest kind of, I don't want to say teen, because that's not the word I'm looking for, but like millennial cult classics. Like Sharknado was huge. Bring it on. Huge. I mean, make it or break it. Huge. Like hot in Cleveland. I mean, your repertoire goes on and on. So right now in 2020, if you had to narrow your kind of what you've been doing, what would be your ideal role? I love when people ask me this. It changes every time. Um, but I always say without, I, this isn't giving like an exact role, I guess, but whatever is the furthest from me um, as an actor, I feel like that's just kind of a dream to uh, constantly impress people by being the furthest version of yourself. I mean, obviously we see like our favorites, like Meryl Streep do it where she's this person in one movie and like I, a completely different identity in the next film. And, um, so for me, I don't, I don't know what I mean, exactly what that would be, but anything that would take me out of, um, this look or my comfort zone or whether it's, um, a character who's going through a certain type of illness and I get to research and understand people better and who are going through this specific illness or this specific, um, you know, addiction. I just think it's really, I think that's the cool thing about acting. It's like psychology. You get to really with every character, get to know people better. Um, and it's allowed me to connect with people just by playing different characters, um, throughout the years. And, um, you know, now I get understand those people that go and fight Sharknados, you know, I get that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I feel like anything that's just furthest from me. Yeah. You want to push yourself. You want to push yourself, challenge yourself. I mean, that's what it's all about. And I, I can't wait to see what you have coming in 2020 because I'm sure you have a bunch of things coming. Something recently that I know, and again, you mentioned at the beginning, was um, you went to Parkland High School. We're going to transition a little bit here. So you went where the Parkland shooting happened, and I know you were really outspoken when all this happened. And I actually, we saw the documentary Red Code, Correct. Code red. Code red. Red. Code, Code, red. Red. Yes. Code, Code red. red. Um, terrifying. Let me just say, mm-hmm. I, I was just like my mind. I have goosebumps. Um, so how were you involved in that documentary? And, um, you know, how have you been involved wi- with helping in, you know, since the shootings happened in Parkland? Cause it's just such, such a messy thing and just such a big thing that yeah. we need to talk about more. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's the number one thing is that, uh, after 
thing after tragedies like this happen, you seem to um, forget about them. Uh, not you in particular, right. but you know, there's things happening every day in the in the world. So obviously, it's easy sometimes to forget certain tragedies unless it happens in your own hometown. And and until it happened to which you would never imagine in a million years to my hometown and and to, to the hallways that I once walked down. Um, did I realize, oh my God, something needs to be done and shame on me for not of saying something sooner. But obviously I would love to tackle everything in the world that I could tackle, you know, for the, for the greater good. But, um, when it happened in my community, I started researching and I got together with some friends and, um, just, there are so many things that I, I feel like obviously still need to be done a, a million things in so many different directions. Uh, this documentary in general, we're keeping very, um, it's non-political. It's based on just how we can make school safer. And um, I can't wait for people to see it. I don't want to say too much because I really want everyone to have their own opinion. And I think that we did a really good job at keeping it down the middle. Um, and the whole point is just so that our children can go to school and teens can go to school and just feel safe. It's I can't even believe what, you know, our youth is up against, you know, and you know, when I went to school, this wasn't even a thought, obviously, like this wasn't right. happening. And um, it just really breaks my heart that this is something that they have to think about every day before walking onto their on into a place where they're supposed to just be getting an education and being young and having fun and, and living their lives. So um, when it first happened, I was just in utter shock. The the one the, the only thing I wanted to do was go home and mm -hmm. I had to fly out. I believe it was the next day. Um, or maybe two days later to Romania. So I was going the opposite direction of home. Um, and I was just, I, I'd never felt this, uh, kind of heartbreak. I was, uh, I wanted to protect, like, I just wanted to fight and protect. And I was going so far away and I felt helpless. So the first thing I did was just, I made a video, I think it's on our boot of bullying YouTube. Um, I made a video. I had a bunch of my friends, um, some incredible people just reach out and obviously send their condolences, but we know that's not enough. So that was the first step just because I was reading scripts and flying to another country in January. I couldn't even breathe because it was so freezing in this country. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it was insanity. And I, I just remember walking into this hotel in Romania and there was a there was like a little lounge uh, eatery and they had a projection screen and the news was on and, and it was talking about my, my high school. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like I, it really just hit me. Like this is insane. And I, I just can't believe the whole world sadly now knows about Parkland, Florida and like just so much more has to be done. So I was trying to curate this video while away, but when I got back, it was time to do, to do something. So I went back home to Florida. I spoke at March for Our Lives, but just, um, just kind of, uh, I, I sang a song. I healed the world with a bunch of my friends, and um, I said a little word just to kind of, you know, send my love and and whatnot. Once again, I, I'm really big on trying to not. I'm very big on on not making things political, especially just because of my charity and. Um, whatever. So I I went. And I spoke. I I marched, of course, and. Then from there, um, I, we had a family friend who was one of the victims, the beautiful Meadow Pollock. So um, I had attended some of her events and, you know, stayed close to her family and um, was back and forth with a lot of the different families and, and, the, and the school itself. And um, I guess, I, I don't know even how this happened. At first, we were kind of thinking of maybe doing a movie. I was talking to different people from Parkland. And then I, as everything kind of transpired, I was like, you know what, I think the best way to do this is to, you know, maybe do a documentary so that, and not a retelling of events necessarily, because I mean, who wants to really watch that? That's awful. But just to curate change. That's just, uh, that's mm -hmm. all I wanted to do was to find a way. And I had to do a lot of research and I had to bring people in who knew a lot more than me because mm -hmm. I didn't know. I, I still don't know everything about, you know, I'm, I'm constantly learning every day and things are changing. Policies are changing every day. So I brought in a friend of mine, um, Connor Riley, and um, I've known him for a while because I, I mean, his sister, Bailey Madison, who's an incredible little actress herself, had the same 
manager back in, in Florida years and years and years and years ago. Um, so I, I had known that her brother was a producer and I kind of just went to pick his brain and, and here we are, it's been quite a while. And, um, he has done so much incredible research and, um, I'm really hoping for the release to be on the two year universe, two year anniversary <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, I'm, I can't wait for people to see this because we truly put our hearts and souls into it. And especially Connor just was, had done, has done so much for this project. And, um, we're the, the whole goal is just safer schools and to make people aware of things that they're just mm-hmm. unaware of poly, you, know, you can't expect yeah. every mom and dad to know right. what's going on in the school system or, or, you know, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. um, bringing awareness and trying to ensure that our kids can go to school and feel safe. So. I think a cool thing that you said at the very beginning of you starting to talk about Parkland is the problem with a lot of these mass tragedies is something happens the next day and we forget. And not that we forget because well, no one will ever forget the tragedy that happened, but everyone kind of the media shifts to the next tragedy and we for, we lose as much, you know, sight into it. It's and I think it's hard to doing, say the word forget, but I know. Yeah, I was but like, I think what you're doing well. is so cool because I think a lot of people and I have never experienced a tragedy like a school shooting, but I can imagine for those people to hear heard and to see and to feel felt by you and to create more awareness and just for their stories to be heard and for things to be heard and people to be listened to and felt. I think that makes such a big difference when people are going through tragedy is you're never going to be able to heal their wounds. You're never going to be able to give them their daughter back, but you're going to let them have a voice. And I think that is so powerful what you're doing. And I think this documentary is only going to further and bring it back into the forefront of people's minds and bring these policies to the forefront and make parents. We're both young. We have very young kids, but now we're starting to think about, okay, what school district am I putting my daughter in? What policies look like in her school district? What is it going to be like where she is? You know? And I think you just keeping it in conversation is such a beautiful point. It's what's needed. It really is because sometimes we want to run away from it. Right. Right. I I honestly think majority of us just like want to hide under the covers and be like, that would never happen. Yeah. So scary. And it's, you know, it's, you want to escape it and you want to, if people are in denial and it's just like, look, if, if it can happen anywhere, it can happen in your, your town. But like, like Parkland specifically is a very safe community. I think that's why um, it did come as a very big shock to people, but that doesn't matter just because it's a safe community. We we have to think about the people that are in those communities. And there are so many things that go into this, you know, there's, there's mental illnesses and there's, there's just, it's, there's so many layers and I'm learning every day and I'm, I'm okay with saying that because there's so much to to be learned and, um, or to be taught. And, uh, it is really, that's great that you're thinking of the school districts and their policies, because that's one of the things that we really encourage. And, um, yeah, it's, there's just, it's, it's really important to, and, you know, it's interesting because some people obviously, you know, don't want to speak because it's a very sore spot and, um, they just don't want to, those, those wounds obviously aren't healed yet and may never be. But, um, I have found that, for the most part, everyone who has um, spoke up or who is on the documentary has felt some form of empowerment and mm-hmm. it has been a nice healing mechanism for them. So um, it is important to give them a voice and um, all we can do is keep trekking forward. You know, we can't obviously change the past, but we can change right. the future. So, yeah, definitely. What, something you just mentioned also is mental health and mental health in our in our school systems. I mean, adults, kids, whatever. Mental health, it, which is something that needs to be talked about. And you are involved in an organization, Boo to Bullying, yeah. which again, bullying can create all sort of mental, you know, health problems and depression, Absolutely. anxiety. So tell us kind of how you got involved. I mean, you said you're VP now. How did that all come about? Um, I I got approached at an event by their former vice president, actually. Um, and the organization was beyond grassroots. Like it was brand new. It wasn't even a 501c3 yet. They were just kind of, they had this idea. And um, at the time I was playing a bully. 
<laughs> Lauren Tanner. Um, so for me, I was like, you know, actually this would be really cool for me. I've always wanted, I've always enjoyed being involved with charity and philanthropy. That's always been something that's before I even knew what those words were. I wanted to mm-hmm. help. Like that's just genuinely something I've always enjoyed. I remember being a kid and like looking on the missing kids websites and trying to remember faces. Like I, I was like, how can I do something? Um, so I always wanted to get involved. I actually wanted to have my own charity. Um, and it was a lot of work trying to like figure out how to be, how to become incorporated. I was back and forth with my accountant and I was on make it or break it. And I was in, um, I was like 18 or 19 at the time trying to do online college. And it was a lot. So when I got approached, I was like, wow, this is a blessing because it it would be nice to drop one thing and just be able to be a part of this organization opposed to trying to form my own. And it feels very suiting being that I'm playing a bully. I, I had known that I wanted to do philanthropy work and, um, or charity work, you know, and, um, yeah, so I started off, I got approached to be one, one of their first ambassadors. So I was their girls youth ambassador. And I took that job so seriously because at the time I didn't even really understand now, clearly I know very well, cause this was about nine, 10 years ago now, but, um, I just thought like ambassador, that sounds like, oh my God, that's like, that's a big regal word. You're like, that's, <laughs> a, that's a title. Like I've got to step up to the plate. So, um, you know, I, I took it very seriously in which everyone should, but I took it like super seriously and I started fundraising and, um, I started at, a, at right then and there, I believe I went out maybe a month later to Palm Springs. That's where their headquarters was at at the time. And it still is, but we were back and forth between uh, Palm Springs and LA now. Um, but yeah, and I, I started speaking to the schools and to the children. Um, and I just, yeah, I worked my way up to West coast executive director. And then in time, um, I had been asked to be their vice president and I don't know how to say no, especially, to, <laughs> especially to challenges. Cause I'm like vice president. Oh my God. Like, you know, well, I always wanted to have my own charity. So I, okay. Like I could do this. This is what I would have been doing anyways, basically. You know, I would have had these types of duties. So, um, I really just, I've learned from my team and from our board and, um, it's a real, real, real job now. Now it's not just an ambassador, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's taking, you know, control of an organization and, and all the wonderful people involved and our volunteers and making sure that we're just doing good work. So, our main program is our school programming. <clears throat> we spoke to, four, to over 14,000 students last year. Wow. Um, I'd love to double that this year. We also started our school tour last year. Um, it kicked off in Chicago, and we're really looking to hit all the big cities first and then try to make our way to all of, or all the big cities, yeah, first, and then to make our way to all of the states. And um, I mean, we would we would really love to have ambassadors in each school, like school ambassadors, mm-hmm. <clears throat> where they can form their own bootabilling groups and, you know, using our curriculum. So that's the goal. But as for now, um, yeah, we, we, we go to these schools, we speak to these kids. And I think the most important thing uh, truly is breaking the silence in general. Um, what I find is, you know, what, where bullying really can get to somebody is when somebody is feeling uh, very lonely or isolated. There's no worse feeling in the world, in my opinion, than just feeling alone mm-hmm. or, or um, like some sort of alien. And whether that's because people are making you feel that way due to their bullying or due to your own bullying, you know, we, mm-hmm. we self bully um, so much. And that's another thing that I've been speaking about a lot lately. Now I've got a plane going by, um, <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, that's the main thing. We go into the school system and we break the silence by sharing our stories first. Um, because that shows the, the students, you know, oh, it's not just me, this mm-hmm. actress that I look up to, or this football player, or, you know, we try to have an array of, of ambassadors that come out and speak. Um, you know, they've, they've gone through it. I'm not this alien. I'm not crazy. I'm not, it, it happens and it's okay. And, and it's just, how are we going to get past it? How are we going to move forward? So we give them some tools and um, explain how important it is to, uh, you know, there, there's obviously lots of different kinds of bullying. It's that's the hard thing with bullying. And, and 
with speaking about bullying is that bullying can be, I mean, we could say climate, you know, things that are going on with climate control is bullying, you know, bullying our planet, like we're not taking care of it. You could say bullying, anything that's negative or at the root of all evil is really some form of hatred, some form of bullying. So it's kind of the lines are blurred. So we have to give different students, obviously different, um, uh, diagnoses, I guess. Yeah, totally. Fix what they're going through. But, um, for the most part, we, we speak on what we've gone through and then it kind of opens up this safe space in this conversation. And we have kids come up and share and, we just teach them that at the end of the day, like, you know, it just, everybody's got their thing and it's yeah. just, it's okay. And it's just, how do we move forward? There's like, uh, a, oh, sorry. Kristen, I always do this. <laughs> There's like an underlying theme of this podcast right here, but it's like, you have such a heart, such for, for kids, for like, for their, there's something so precious about kids and like their innocence and with whether it's you know, protecting them in schools. I mean, you're doing that in like two ways, talking about Parkland Mm -hmm. and talking about bullying. You know, you definitely have a heart, which is so amazing. And you can see (laughs) it just for protecting our youth. I think a cool thing about it too is you are able to look at the kids at Parkland, in Parkland and the kids when you're on your boo to bullying tours and say, I kind of relate, you know, like you weren't in a school shooting, but you've been there and you've been bullying or bullied or all of that. And to say, I'm on the other side and to give people that hope of like, it does get better. I can move forward. Yeah. You can be a football player. You can be an actress. You can do these things. It does get better and we can all do this together. And I think that's so cool that you. you can provide that light for people. Yeah. You know, it really does start with with yourself. So it's really teaching kids how to find self-confidence and how to, how to just accept themselves as is, you know, what, like in this moment right now, whatever's going on, all the good, all the bad, all the ugly, whatever, like it's accepting all of it and just learn, you know, just, just learning what I need to get rid of and what I need to really be proud of. And, um, I think when you have a good foundation within yourself and you, I think it's a lot harder for people to get to you. And I think it's a lot harder for people to bring you down. And I would, I always tell kids, you know, when I was in school, the whole thing, uh, what I was getting bullied for was wanting to become an actress and wanting to go out to LA and all these, you know, I had a lot of students making fun of me for that or like, okay, sure. Like, yeah, you really think you're ever going to make it as anything, blah, blah, blah. And for me personally, my personality, I'm just like, a, I'm like a little fighter. So I was like, okay, now everything you said, you just made me want it 20 million times more. So I used it as my fuel. And I just kind of tell them, hey, anything you've gone through in your life that's been negative, instead of, you know, allowing those things to weigh on you, how about we like build them up? Like we, we make that our fuel, like our gasoline, our gas tank. We just keep building up that tank to go and and, and get, go out there and get what we want, you know? Absolutely. So um and what we deserve, whatever it may be. You don't have to want to be a football player or an actress. You can want to be, you can be anything, you can be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you can be a stay at home mom. It doesn't matter. But um, just, you know, the whole point yeah. is to, to be confident with who you are and to not, and to make sure that these kids aren't feeling isolated. Yeah. We need to use that as adults too. You know, it's <laughs> yes. like, it layers all the way through life. Like you got <laughs> to be using that. So we kind of want to change directions a little bit because we love that you have a podcast too. (laughs) So yes, we will give all the deets. So share with us about two and a half girls and kind of, I like want to know where this passion, because it just started right last summer. Yeah. It's so re- it's new. It, it did. And then we took like a big break because we're trying to reconfigure right now. Um, but we have two episodes in the can for season two, I guess. How to, I don't know how you say it in podcast world, but um <laughs> yeah, that works. But our our next grouping. Um but yeah, I honestly how it came about was I was sitting on my couch on a Sunday watching TV and I my one of my best friends Laura called me and we were just chit-chatting. Uh one of our best friends Brett was with her, our, our, our gay best friend. And I use that word only because that's why it's two and a half girls. <laughs> um, and, um, I was like, you know, like, I feel like we live in this world as, cause Laura's an actress as well, where we are constantly besides the charity stuff, but as for entertainment, given scripts or kind of being told, you know, you, well, yeah, given scripts as an actor, you're given a script and you 
you have to become a certain character or, you know, if it's, um, you're in a studio session and you got, you got everyone else's opinions and what sounds right and what doesn't and whatever it may be. I was like, I would love to just have an outlet where I can really for the first time completely be myself where it sounds like I'm just in my living room with my friends because at the end of the day, like authenticity, man, like people live for it. And it's because they should like that. Right. I'm, that's the one thing I'm loving right now is I feel like a lot of people are, um, are becoming more, more authentic and really speaking up about, um, I don't know that people are my, my doorbell just rang. Mom, you can grab it. My mom is in time. Um, but just, I wanted to be more authentic. So I was like, why don't we like do a podcast? I feel like so many people are doing podcasts and I, I feel like the things that we just talk about in our living rooms mm-hmm. is entertaining enough. And like, Laura is a very outspoken Texas girl, big personality. I was like, who is not going to be entertained by you? Like I, like you're just, she makes me laugh day in and day out. She's super you know, intellectual as well. And I was like, this would just be so much fun. And at first I was just thinking of me and Laura doing this, you know, two girls. And then, like I said, Brett was there and I was like, wait a second. Cause Brett is hilarious. I was like, <laughs> Does Brett want to be a part of it? <laughs> so I'm like, um, yeah, obviously, bitch. <laughs> um, so we, you know, we we were kind of just going back and forth and laughing at the thought of it. And I was like, no, I'm, but I'm being serious. Like, I really want to do this. Are you guys down? And they were like, no, like, we're down. Let's do it. And right then and there, I was like, okay, cool. Like, what's our name going to be? And they came up with it like that. Like that. I was like, that's it. That's what it has to be. Like, that, that's just, that's it. And Brett was like, oh, that can't be anything else. That's it. That's what it is. So I immediately, that day, my personality, I like jumped up, got on my computer, bought the website, started like figuring out how we can become incorporated in which, you know, everything went through. And it's just been, it's just been honestly so much fun for me because all my friends know this about me. I'm very PC. I don't like to hurt anyone's feelings. I think it has a lot to do with obviously running a charity about, you know, fighting bullying and fighting, fighting you know, hurting people's feelings. So I'm always so scared. And they're like, this, this, this is the one outlet where I, we don't want you to be scared. Like just be yourself because authentic you is always sweet and harmless, but like you're real and it's funny. And I like, we, we think people should get to know the real you. So I still think I'm probably like a little more PC on my podcast, <laughs> but, but it was, it's just for us such a fun outlet. And it's, uh, we do like to bring in, obviously, the charitable aspect. We have something called, um, uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting because I'm out on my podcast right now. Um, it's the Darities. We do dares for charity. So it's like, a, they've got a funny twist. But um, for the most part, like we just had Magic Men Live guys on the podcast and like, they're like dancing. We just like to keep it fun. It's like, it's yeah. the it's one. Super fun. Just yeah. trying to be really authentic and have fun with and not think too much about and at the end of the day it's just it's really fun <laughs> well, we're gonna link it because it is it's really you guys have a funny dynamic and yeah. your intro is hilarious it's so britney bitch like it's just <laughs> like literally yeah. every time i hear it i'm just like yes um that was brad's idea <laughs> yes i love it um yeah so we're gonna link it all because you guys need to check it out i was just listening earlier to lucy hale and love her. So, I mean, you have some great guests on. I'm excited for season two to see what's coming. Me too. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's been so much fun. And it's honestly honestly been such a blessing that so many of our wonderful friends like Lucy and like, you know, Gigi Gorgeous and, um, you know, we had Jenna Ushkowitz on and just people that we know out here in L.A. have been so willing to come and have some fun. So yeah. it's, it's been great. Thank you. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Okay, we're going to do one of my favorite segments, fast questions. So we did this. We had Ashley Ion from The Bachelorette, and she was like, they're her most favorite things. And ever since then, I'm like, you learned so much about people in like quick time. So Whitney and I are just going to go back and forth. You can explain your answer if you want. It doesn't just have to be the answer. Yeah, because it's kind of weird sometimes when you're like, (laughs) so you explain if you need to explain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you watch The Bachelor? I don't. (sighs) I know that I feel like I should explain. I don't know why. And I'm really sorry, Bachelor Nation. And I have, we had Nick Viall on, like I should watch The Bachelor. Um, I I don't, I just, I need it to just started. Time. You could still get in on Peter's season. Okay. I'm going to get in on, I'll try to get in on Peter's season. That sounds A fun. girl sprayed champagne all over her face last night. I so saw. it's totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Classy. Get it out. Accidentally. <laughs> 
Oh, Speaking. that's not getting it all yet. That's Speaking me. of liquor, what's yeah, your no. favorite cocktail? Oh, um, oh, this is a good question. I uh, recently I've been doing uh, Casamigos Reposado with soda water and lime juice. So I don't know good. what that is, but it just doesn't give me a hangover. So it's the only <laughs> thing that like gives me zero zero hangover. Favorite morning drink. Black coffee, an iced Americano from Alfred's. Ooh. Favorite movie of all time? Oh, God, there's so many. Literally, I feel like anything with Leonardo DiCaprio. But, like, I like really depressing shit. I like, like, basketball diaries. <laughs> like, yes. I don't know. I like all, all depressing movies. Um, That's okay. I like a lot. I mean, so many classics. I, I, I would say Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's so cliche. But I, like... It's so good. I can't stop. Why? I, I, yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like all the classics, like Titanic, and then of course, like who doesn't love the Notebook? You know, no, so good. Favorite song of all time? Actually, weirdly, hold on. Going back, I think my favorite movie of all time is Double Jeopardy. I don't know why. I just love that movie. It is a I good movie. It. It's like a random one, but I love it. Um, sorry. <laughs> that is a random. One. It's so random. <laughs> okay, favorite song of all time. Ooh. I think it's Janis Joplin's version of Summertime. Hmm. I wasn't okay. expecting that. Really I don't either. Yeah. Another, not weird. I mean, she's great, but it's kind of another. No, I like I like the, the not norm um, answers. So, um, oh, favorite or ideal person you want to work with? Like your, fav- your one person you want to do a movie with, that you've always wanted to do a movie with? I find Michael Pitt to be so fascinating, and I'm like, I don't know. I became obsessed with him on Boardwalk Empire years and years ago. And I just feel like he's such an, such an oddball, which I love. I love weird people. So I like, I always wanted to work with him, but obviously I would love to work with, you know, any of the greats. There's so many of them, you know, there's, oh my God. I mean, obviously there's like De Niro and you've got, I, I mean, Pacino, I'm an Italian girl. So I grew up watching like mob movies. But, you know, <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, just of love course. it. I love it. I love, love, love him. So incredible. So talented. Um, yeah, but I just think Michael Pitt is so strange, and I would love to like I'm just sure meet him. You would create something great. <laughs> you guys would create something great. <laughs> okay, so one much. last one. And I Origins is so good too. Find <laughs> what is the one thing that you've been in TV or movie that you love to go back and binge or watch? That I like to go back and binge. Yep, that you've been in. That I've been in. I honestly don't binge binge any of my stuff. Like I feel like that that just sounds so. (laughs) um, But I've I probably have watched Truth or Dare the most, just because it's so disgusting at the ending, and my (laughs) friends all want to see it because they like they'll hear like you know how gruesome it is, and for some reason that fascinates them. So I've rewatch truth or dare with multiple of my friends usually it's around like halloween time um i would say i probably watch truth or dare the most i can't lie i've never seen yeah. that because scary movies terrify me like oh yeah it's a bloody one it's a bloody nope. one no nope. can't do it <laughs> i can't do it i'm just such i'm a wimp i think it, yeah it's on netflix right now but it's for anyone who Something doesn't and it's too much for me let alone truth or dare <laughs> i know and when lucy hill was on it was so we were talking about the fact that we both did a truth or dare. And it's really wow. strange because they are so similar. The scripts, it's really, I don't know what happened. I don't know what, what went on in Hollywood, but her and I basically like kind of essentially play the same character. <laughs> so she did the Blumhouse one and I did the the sci-fi indie one and they're both great. But yeah, so just to have, just differentiating <laughs> to the people. They're like, they turn it on. They're like, Cassie's not in this. This is the bigger budget one with Lucy Hale. <laughs> um, no, but they're both really, honestly, both really great. And um, that's probably the one I've seen. The well, most. for all of our view- listeners who love scary movies. Yeah. <laughs> You do it. Go, go watch it and then tell us. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to jump into a f- our favorite segment, Yay and Nay with Wit and Kay. We love to know what you're loving right now. One thing you are absolutely loving and then one thing you're hating. You're just like, ugh, sick of. <laughs> um, I am loving Succession 
like this. The, we just started it. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm not going to lie. I started it like three times and I don't know how this happened. I kept starting it, which I didn't realize at the time in the second episode. So I just felt like this is such a weird first episode. I just like, I'm not, and I, I, I kept stopping it. And then finally, um, I've had the flu. So I've been in, stuck in my house, which to me is like basically, basically the, the worst form of torture. Cause I love to be doing things. And, um, so I, I started binging it and now I'm on season two, episode four, and I am blown away by the cast. Everybody. I'm obsessed with all the characters. Um, Brian Cox is obviously incredible. So deserving of that win. Um, Jeremy Strong is amazing. Uh, they're, they're, uh, I mean, they're, they're incredible. Nicholas Brown is, you know, who's a, a friend from my past and I actually wrote him. I was like, dude, I'm like dying for your character, Greg. He is hilarious. Like, oh, good. what? It's so good. Every, every character is just so good. Karen Culkin. I mean, so yeah, I would say my yay is I'm like a super fan at this point. My yay is. <laughs> I have to watch. We're looking for a new show. So yeah, we started it's it on my right now. We like couldn't stop. We were like, we got to keep going. It's so, it's good. so good. And I also love power. It's a big one. I've been binging lately. It's obviously the last season, but uh, yeah, succession. I just realized this was a yay or nay. So I'm not going to go into all the shows. <laughs> <I love. laughs> but yeah. My yay would be succession and my nay would be, um, like, I feel like I can have, like, this isn't fun enough. Like there should be like a really funny thing. Like, you know, when jorts was a thing and I was, that's definitely a nay, but like, (laughs) I feel like my nay right now is more like a personal nay. It's just like, like, I just want to stop caring, um, like on social media, like, uh, so much. And I want to be way more authentic and any, and anything that makes me feel outside of my comfort zone. Cause I'm, I question every single thing I do. So I just want to, I'm putting like a nay to overthinking and really giving a shit what like people are going to judge. Cause if something feels right to me and it's something I enjoy, or I like, or a poem that I wrote that might suck, but like, I want to put it out. I did a couple of days ago. I'm going to do it. So my nay right now is just not allowing the pressure of social media to get to me like it has in the past. Oh, that's my nay. Boom. <laughs> it's a great name <laughs> okay this is our other favorite segment so like we mentioned before Whitney and I have been best friends since we were 13 so we believe that the power of your best friend's advice is some of the best so what is the best piece of advice you've ever received from your best friend I've received so much good advice but this actually really goes towards what I just said I was at brunch on Sunday I stepped out of my house for a second <laughs> um, with one of my best friends, Brittany, my best friend from childhood, Brittany Shigerman. And um, what I just said actually was what she told me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I love she, that. She, I, it's true. She, um, I was sitting there and I was like looking through, my, I was cleaning out my notes for some reason. And I had come across this poem and I was like, I never post my poetry and maybe it's not good, but like, I know I gave it to her. I'm like, can you tell me this is like kind of cool and if I should post it? Like, I don't know. I just want to start posting different things. Like I'm sick of, I looked at my feed. I'm like, this looks so the same. Like I need to post different things. So she was like, I before even reading it, I'm going to say yes, because you're asking. And I think that the second you feel uncomfortable about something is when you should do it. She's like, that's my, that is my uncomfortable and like in a good way, not like a, mm-hmm. something strange, yeah. but like <laughs> the second you're feeling like, oh, I'm nervous to go up to that person and ask them their opinion on this script, or I'm nervous to post this, or I'm nervous to do that. The second you get that feeling, do it. She's like, that's the 2020 energy. And I'm like, I love that. She's like, it's just being outside of your comfort zone. And it makes me so proud because that's not really always been her perspective either. You know, she's kind of like, she's it's not her best friend. She's kind of like me. We overthink we're people pleasers. Um, admittingly and she was like from now on like screw it because a lot of times um like like I'll actually go to post something and think of certain people like what their reactions would be to it like I'm actually sitting there envisioning people being like oh Cassie of course you'd do that or another charity ride or another this or like I can envision people's like what they're saying about me and the truth of the matter is people are never going to stop saying things so Mm -hmm. It's just going with your gut, doing what you want to do, what fulfills you. And I guess the best piece of advice was was this Sunday. And it was just whenever something starts to feel a little uncomfortable, then you're doing the right thing. You're yeah. getting out of your comfort. So go for it. You're growing. Ah. 
There you I go. I love that. That is so good. Yeah. And then she read it and she liked it. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go read it after this. I'm going to go look at it. And it's a little like dark and weird, but hey, whatever. It's real. It's you. It's good. It's authentic. It's a time and a place. You know, it's yeah. going through Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Cassie, yeah. we love that you made time for us. Thank you for coming on, for hanging out with us, because we know you are busy, and I'm sorry you had the flu. That sucks. Oh, but, no worries. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so we wish you the best in 2020. Where can everyone find you? Um, and, yeah, give everyone details where they can find you. Totally. Thank you guys so much, first off. This has been so much fun. I know we've rescheduled multiple times, and it's all been – it's 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 very worth it. I'm glad we, we did it and that uh, – today happened because this has been great you guys are awesome um and everyone can find me on social media being a little more authentic this year at um at cassie skirbo which is just c-a-s-s-i-e s-c-e-r-b as a boy o a lot of people think i say v um, they're like i don't i can't find you um but yeah so instagram i would say is the place i post the most but i also have a twitter that i'm currently logged can't figure out my password for um, <laughs> At Cassie Skirbo, and then um, I've got a Facebook, which is Cassandra Skirbo. And Boo to Bullying um, is on all platforms as Boo Number Two Bullying. And Two and a Half Girls are on every platform as at Two and a Half Girls. Just yeah, the words out how they are, no numbers. So yeah, when is when can we expect um, your documentary? So um, right now, I'm hoping we're hoping for the two year anniversary of the tragedy, which would be Valentine's Day. Um, but because it's a documentary and policies are changing daily, we keep having to edit some things and add, not edit, add, we keep adding things, um, which has only made the documentary so much more powerful. We're very, very proud of it. But, um, as for now, that's when that's, that's what we're aiming for is okay. We have a website, so we just want to make sure that we give all the best information because we want our listeners to find you and find your documentary and all the good stuff. So we'll keep it updated too as we get more information. So thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Have a good one.